Hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to be talking about cognitive dissonance. It is something that we should all be aware of because every single human being has bias in them to some degree, in some direction. You hold some beliefs higher than others. Certain things are more important to you. You are swayed in certain directions. And it is hard to be discerning and not dogmatic about your thinking. You have to really put some emphasis into trying not to be cognitively dissonant. Because everything in our world is striving to make you a cognitive dissonant person to develop more bias to make you not critically think one little thing before i jump into cognitive dissonance i thought i would share with you if you haven't heard this i thought it was so ridiculous i had to share it with you off of pub pubmed this is our united states government now Blaming us in the era, era of COVID and vaccinations. Listen to this. They are blaming people that are criticizing vaccines for causing the biological mechanisms in people that are causing the deaths, the blood clots, the heart attacks, so on and so forth. We, the people that are not taking vaccines and are critical of the vaccines hurting people and killing them, are the ones causing the symptoms. Can you believe the absurdity and the arrogance of our government to put out a PubMed stating this nonsense? I'll read the highlight here in this article instead of the whole thing, just so you know. What the government is saying. And, that, and remember, not too long ago, they're asking for amnesty because they just didn't know about COVID. And they didn't know that social distancing wouldn't work and lockdowns and that mask didn't work and all this. Even though there's years of studies about all this crap that proven that they knew it and they did it anyways. It was a control mechanism. They were trying to see how much control they could get over each and every one of us before we broke. How far they could take it and they ruined lots of people's lives people that were business owners they killed lots of people in hospitals because if you didn't notice lots of people that died from covid they had two or three comorbidities or they went into the hospital and they were given this death cocktail of remdesivir and um benzodiazepines and opiates which basically that's hospice care what you give to somebody to ease them into dying and they were put on ventilators in some cases which made it where they couldn't breathe all of the protocols they put people in hospitals if you had a loved one die in the hospital don't think covid killed them think it was the protocol that killed them so anyways getting past that and all the deception and all the lies, here's some more lies from the government. The biological mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, and vessels under mental stress is the most likely cause for where there has been 
blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell, and taste that may have been experienced shortly after a vaccine. No mention of death here, but that's another thing that can happen shortly after administration of the uh, vaccine is you can die uh, within a couple weeks or maybe months of the vaccine. You could die from that, but they didn't put that on here as one of the causes that we then vaccinated are causing. Of course, I'm sure they're trying to say we're causing that too. It's all because of the extreme mental stress of the patient. That could most likely be attributed to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. Oh, we're in groups. Look now, we're, we, we've got a gang. We're the anti-vaccine gang. They're putting us in groups. I ain't in no anti-vaccine group. Now, listen. I ain't taking it. I don't give a fuck for any test. You ain't sticking anything in my nose. You ain't touching me. I ain't having anything to do with the game. I'm not putting a mask on. I'm not social distancing. I'm not vaccining. Nope. It is a great, big, gigantic circus of lies. It has been from the beginning. And this is just another thing that proves how ridiculous the government here in America is, it's all over the world, but in general, rant over. Got to let you know how ridiculous they're taking this extreme to. And they want amnesty. They want you to forgive them for all the mistakes they made. But yet they're still going on saying shit like this. And trying to vaccinate children who have no threat of dying from COVID. Basically, nobody does. It's a 99.8% survival rate if you take all age groups from children to elderly 80 90 year olds you're not going to die from it it's like having a damn cold the flu has a higher chance of killing you all past records showed the flu will kill you more than covid will this is not a pandemic nobody needs a vaccine i get so upset hearing this garbage over and over again so now let me move beyond this and get out of my pissed off mode and we'll jump back into the topic for today, cognitive dissonance. Because there's lots of that today and it's because of the media and because of groupthink and other various methods that people get grouped into these thinking rhythms and they do not want to validate or look consciously and deeply at material that goes against what authoritarian figures are dishing out when they should. So here we go. Cognitive dissonance. Evidence alone rarely sways the opinion of the people or the person. More creative means must be employed to ignite the fire of self-transformation, to clear past the fog of cognitive dissonance that keeps the collective unconscious enslaved to the fallacious theories supported by the majority and backed up by ideology instead of reality. We each live in our own little bubbles that we've created for ourselves in reality. That's true. We tend to filter out information that we don't like that would bust our bubbles. And 
we let in the stuff that confirms the theories that we like. That's the way people generally think. The larger the number of people that believe in a certain truth, whether it's the truth or not, the less interested we are in validating the origins of this ostensible truth. As a result, no evidence is required to prove the validity of these truths. I say that in quotes because it may not be the truth. That have been firmly established in the minds of a scientific community because they lie. Many of them do. Or say Joe Blow, the average nine to five blue collar worker, or the common housewife. They could all have the same beliefs. Any model constraining the current paradigm of truth are quickly cast aside as heretical, dissident, crackpot, quackery. Conspiracy theorists could be thrown in there too, regardless of the piles of evidence that could be right there that backs up the actuality, the validity, and the truth of what is being said. The more we think we know something, the less likely we are to investigate a contrasting theory that would turn what we think on top of its head. People don't like that idea. It's upsetting. The brain fuzz we experience when we are asked to challenge our accepted worldview has been called cognitive dissonance by social psychologists. This aspect of our human psyche is strengthened by the hubris of our subjective Truths again, I say in quotes because they may not be true, and our inability to stay humble in times of debate between other human beings. It is reinforced by the nature of our society and the fear of what others will think of us. Yes, we care so much about society and people around us that we want to conform. We should always be willing to admit, though, when we're wrong and be ready and able to move to another idea with open arms, to accept it and go, you know what? That idea I had was wrong. That belief I had was wrong. I did believe this was a fact, but now I see that I was absolutely incorrect about this incident here. But sadly, this is not the case with most people. They will not do it. Here's some famous quotes. It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him not understanding it. Upton Sinclair. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time from Mark Twain. It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have already been fooled. Is that not a all-time classic quote? If you've already been fooled and there's proof of it, you damn sure don't want to admit to it out of embarrassment or something. You want to stand your ground, right? Isn't that how people do it? <sighs> the theory of cognitive dissonance is one of the more proven theories of all human phenomenon. At its simplest, it can be explained as such. The brain does not like contradictory information, which causes dissonance 
and adjust competing facts to relieve dissonance so as to strive for a singular worldview. This phenomenon works alongside a complementary phenomenon known as confirmation bias. Mentioned it in the beginning. We all have different bias. The confirmation bias is the tendency to remember information which confirms your belief and it ignores information which contradicts your belief. There are a few commonly held beliefs due to a bias of the self that almost every single human being has. They believe they are smart, even if they've got bad grades and have low IQ scores. They believe they are good and moral. They believe they rarely make mistakes. They believe they are important. Some may not hold these exact ones I mentioned due to self-esteem issues, but regardless of the evidence, most will hold some of these near and dear to their heart. Sometimes people hold a core belief that is very strong. When they are presented with evidence that works against this certain belief that they may have, new evidence cannot be accepted that proves that they are incorrect. It would create a feeling that is extremely uncomfortable, and that is called cognitive dissonance. And because it is so important to protect the core belief that is a central tenet in who that person realizes their self, it, it, it's what they base their life on, they will rationalize around this, ignore and even deny anything that doesn't fit in with this core belief. So all I got to say is I literally applaud every single person out there that is able to change their mind and their understanding without having anger, sadness, throwing a fit, being an asshole, just because they're presented new information that absolutely contradicts their previous belief, but shows for a fact they were wrong. So kudos to you out there who have this strange ability to let go of certain biases that you may have already. Cognitive dissonance is so powerful. It influences our whole ontological worldview. What we know as truth is defined by what we accept it as. Literally, it's your filter that it goes through. That's what makes your world true. That's what defines everything. Each person tends to accept information that reaffirms the current worldview as they see it, and they reject information that contradicts it. This confirmation bias is damaging to the pursuit of gaining knowledge. Once you decide you know it all, you can't grow as a human being. You can't gain more knowledge. You're stuck. You put your blinders on, you put a wall up, you put your hand out, you stop anything and everybody from coming in to expand you, to grow. That's why it's so important not to get stuck in bias and cognitive dissonance. It's basically creating a subconscious safe space in your own mind. You block out intellectual thought for certain 
subjects that are too, should we say, holy for you to question? That's like maybe the effect, the efficacy of like I was mentioning earlier, vaccines, or maybe let's think about um, Darwinian evolution or the Big Bang or God. I mean, there's so many different ways we could go with this. I mean, these are questions lots of people have their own very specific answers to. Once we grasp at least a small understanding of how the human psyche works, we can take steps to avoid the debilitating phenomena of cognitive dissonance that pervades the collective conscious and holds back each person involved in it from truly understanding what the world around you has to offer. Always be ready to step up off of what it is you think you know, to pull up your flag, don't stay just chained to that belief till the day you die. Be ready to accept new knowledge and go, you know what, I was wrong. I'm glad I've learned the truth or I've moved on and I've learned some more. I'm evolving in this area. Maybe that's not your final truth. It could change again. You know what I mean? Let me give you just a little taste, a little list of some confirmation bias that people have from cognitive dissonance in their daily lives. Because everybody's flawed in the way they think. I don't care. There is no perfect person. Before we continue, a quick message. You're loving the podcast, right? Great. So you can help out, support me for a dollar a month, up to ten dollars a month. Yes, there's a subscribe button down at the bottom if you look in the description. Also, I'm going to include my Venmo if you want to do a one-time tip. So, if you would, it'll help keep me going. If you can't do it, don't worry. Free information is still going to be coming. So stay tuned and know I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Now, back to the show. Some very common ones. Political views. Republicans, Democrats, the Queen in England, who she's dead. Sorry, shouldn't brought her up. Uh, the, the royal family. Uh, whatever. Moving on. Lots of people have cognitive distance of, over what they believe about certain political people. Religious beliefs. There are certain people that will not budge, no matter what you prove to them about their religious beliefs. I used to be a staunch Christian. Listen, during that period, you probably couldn't have said anything to move me, but at the right time, the right information moved me, not exactly away from the tenets or the way a Christian would behave, but I, I don't want to call myself necessarily a Christian now. What I believe is in a creator God, because I have found too many texts that are before the Bible, the regular Bible that everybody reads, the King James Bible. I don't care how far back you go to um, the Dead Sea Scrolls, whatever it is. 
everything that I find, no matter how far back the writing goes, the agnostic text, anything that's not included in the Bible, still, I can go back and find earlier writings before that that inspired the writings of the Bible, and they changed names, and they changed a little bit here and there, but it's all the same material. When I saw that confirmation in my life, throughout lots of different cultures, thousands and thousands of years older than whenever there was a Moses or a Jesus or any of this stuff, then I had to step up off the Christianity belief and go, you know what? They stole stories. Men wrote the Bible, stealing stories, writing this for what? Probably control. Religion is a form of control over the masses for the people that sit at the top, the people that are in that 0.5%, whatever it is. So now I realize from looking at the miracles all over the world, like the biology of the human being down to the atom and what's in between it, what holds it together, what makes us up, looking all the way from down to that small, to the greatest thing moving into outer space. There's correlations between everything to almost a mathematical degree, and there's no explanation for certain things being so perfect that I would say there is absolutely no way any of this is possible without a creator God. Not calling him a guy, not calling him a girl. Don't know if it's a spirit. Don't know what it is. Don't know where I go. Don't believe in heaven or hell. But I believe there's a God. I believe there's a creator. And I believe that we are created by this being, whatever it is, this energy. And that's what changed. I used to be staunch about the Christian belief. I was cognitively biased in that department. Okay. So now I'm not. I stuck on that one for a long time. So let's move on. Diagnostic errors. Okay. Doctors, scientists, mechanics, uh, lots of people that do certain things that involve diagnostics, accounting. They don't like to admit when they make mistakes. Business decisions. Lots of people have confirmation bias about business decisions they make. They're right. They did it because they knew this or they knew that. Friendships. People you accept in your life. People that you decide you don't like. Tell me there's not some bias there in selecting those people. Morals of movies, stories. Do you not have a cognitive bias in the way you interpret certain movies or stories? Like, I mean, I could say just a couple, like think about you know, what is your take on the moral of Star Wars or the moral of Braveheart or the moral of Top Gun or, you know, you could go on and on. And I guarantee you, you ask 100 people, you're going to get so many different answers. Because each person has their own bias of the way they filter things through. And that cognitive dissonance, that bias they have, will filter it in a way that fits their worldview. And they have many different biases. We all do. So that was my only point. And saying that and sharing it with you is so you understood that there is lots of different ways cognitive um, biases and dissonance works in our lives. 
Now, if you want to go into the science of it, oh my God, you are going to get slapped upside the head when you realize how many damn confirmation biases there are. Not confirmation, cognitive biases. Um, like the action bias, the effect heuristic, ambiguity effect, anchoring bias, attention bias, availability heuristic, that's A's. The bandwagon effect, the Barnum effect, base rate fallacy, bike shedding, bottom dollar effect, bounded rationality, bundling bias, buy now effect. That's just the B's. And I could go on. The Dunning-Kruger effect. Most people have heard of that. That's why we cannot perceive our own abilities. It goes on and on and on. There's so many biases. I don't want to say for a fact, but I wouldn't doubt there's at least in psychology over 100 biases. Because this list I got here in front of me, I could go over each one of them, but you don't want to hear me say each one of them because they don't mean anything to you unless I tell you what each one of them is. So just know that we all have an inherent bias. We all have an inherent filter. We run the world through that fits the way we believe because we were raised a certain way in a certain environment, in a certain neighborhood, in a certain town, you know, the way that our friends were around us, supporting us, um, the people that treated us like shit, um, our enemies, uh, the certain jobs we worked at, uh, the great things that happened to us, the, the wonderful things that happened to us, the horrible shit of our nightmares that's happened to us. Um, you know, it's some people out there just, it's you love certain things with all your heart and you meet another person that absolutely hates it. It's like a complete adversity type effect. It's the opposite. That's being human to have that diversity, that complete, that complete diametrically opposed type attitude towards certain things. You're never going to have human beings line up across the board to agree on all topics. It will not happen. And it would be a horribly boring world if it was. Trust me, you wouldn't want everybody to be all good in this world. Or everybody to be all bad in this world. We need a mixture of both and everybody. Because that is what creates what we have. A very interesting, wonderful world to live in. So I hope you can take your certain cognitive dissonance, your cognitive biases, and learn to open up your world. Catch yourself next time you go, ah, when you hear some information that is against what you believe, stop. Stop and open up your mind for just a moment. Use critical thinking. Discern, what is really the truth? Am I hanging on to a belief that may not even be true? Provably, theoretically, absolutely, scientifically, whatever way you want to look at it, go through the different waves of checking on certain things and go, you know, maybe this person I'm talking to has a fact. Maybe that thing I'm hearing on alternative news is true. Maybe that podcast I listened to pointed out something that made sense and it's not what I hear in the news, but if 
Maybe I should actually research it or look it up. Don't discard every bit of knowledge just because it doesn't fit your purview in life because you're going to be missing out on growing as a human being. Seriously, knowledge is growth. Like I mentioned earlier, expanding your worldview, expanding your knowledge, closing off certain cognitive dissonance and biases and allowing them to be checked by you yourself. Not, I'm not saying get into, you know, necessarily debates with other people, but debate yourself. Go, am I right about this? Let me check it. Don't just always hang on to the fact that I'm right. I know for a fact. Check it. And double check it. And if you're right in a year, check it again. <laughs> always be checking up on your thoughts. Don't become dogmatic and stick your flag in the ground and go, I am to my death sticking with this belief. Be ready to pull up your flag, unchain yourself from that dogmatic belief and go, I was wrong or things have changed. And you'll grow as a human being because of it. And that's it for cognitive dissonance. Sorry if I started out this uh, podcast with a very enraged torrent over the COVID BS again, but our government pisses me off and I hate the nonstop propaganda and bullshit they put out to make people cognitively dissonant, to create bias in people. And what's sad to me is so many people believe authority automatically in the news and CDC and PubMed and places that are putting out this material, people will literally believe that information I read at the beginning. They will believe that people informing in against vaccine usage, against getting the COVID vaccine, me saying that is causing people to have a blood clot, a heart attack, to die, because I'm telling you don't do it. I'm telling you there's danger. No, that's not me causing that. Trust me. That is because those vaccines are dangerous. They're deadly, in fact. And it's not being reported by the mainstream news because the mainstream news is controlled. So that's why you cannot be cognitively dissonant. You have to wake up or you will be a puppet. The authority figures will cram their hand up your ass and make you walk and talk and do whatever they want you to do. It's that easy. As long as you keep believing it, they'll keep doing it. Hope you learned something. <laughs> My pleasure to deliver you some more earth-shattering, mind-bending information that will awaken the masses, enlighten, encourage and hopefully just give you some more good information to live your life because this is what I'm trying to do is enlighten you to be a better human being. Help you live a better life. Any way I can do that, I'm going to share it with you. Much love to you out there in podcast land. Hit me up at contactkeepingitreal at gmail.com. Look down below in this podcast the information at the bottom has my venmo if you'd like to leave a tip 
to help support the podcast. And below that, you can subscribe to the show for as low as a dollar a month. If you would like to help me keep this thing rolling, because I can't do it without you out there. Alrighty, this is Jay. Until the next episode, you take care out there in podcast land. I'll see you next time. Later. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts in their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk. Email me. Contact keeping it real at gmail.com. Email me. Contact keeping it real at gmail.com.